Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Wednesdays wherever you may be across this great country. Or this great land, lots of stories for us to dive into, but we begin right off the top with some good news. Trust me on this, state of Tennessee, tomorrow we are going to have an incredible offer for you if you have not yet signed up. Sports gambling is legal in your state if you live in Tennessee or if you're going to be in the state of Tennessee for the holidays for any reason Download the app fanduel.com slash clay and trust me on this an offer tomorrow for Tennessee residents is going to be incredible. Now if you live in Arkansas if you live in Mississippi if you live in Alabama if you live in Georgia North Carolina South Carolina even though it doesn't quite border Virginia Kentucky Missouri any of the eight states that border Tennessee you can drive across and get this offer as well. It's going to be basically a guaranteed $50. I'll tell you what it is tomorrow but you can go to fanduel.com slash clay and be hooked up and ready to roll there. fanduel.com slash clay. Also, if you live in Michigan or Virginia sports gambling is about to be legal online in your states Michigan and Virginia You get a $1,000 free roll up to it. Go get signed up today. The first day that you can gamble, boom, they'll let you know. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Get hooked up today. All right, lots of news out there. Let's start with some positives. Uh, Pfizer came out and said its vaccine against COVID is now 95% effective. They are going to apply for emergency use authorization within the next couple of days and... If they get that, they could begin distribution of the virus very, very quickly. Uh, Sorry, distribution of the vaccine for the virus very, very quickly. Where should they start? Nursing homes. Over half of all deaths, if you look at the data, likely from nursing homes, from COVID, go ahead and get everybody vaccinated inside nursing homes. We would have enough vaccine to be able to do that almost immediately. Then healthcare workers and then maybe some of these loser teachers who refuse to actually work and I'm going to get to that in a moment. But here's what I would say. If you are the President of the United States, go ahead and recognize at some point in the near future that Joe Biden's going to win this election and be President-elect. If you are Donald Trump or you are one of his advisors in his administration, to me, this is a no-brainer. Announce that you're going to go ahead and run again in 2024. Even if you decide not to run again in 2024, it allows you to basically let people know that you're not disappearing. And simultaneously, however, you should say, I'm going to focus the rest of my term on ensuring that we defeat COVID, that Operation Warp Speed is the most effective vaccine uh, treatment that has ever occurred in the history of the world and that it's the most rapid that could have ever occurred so that by the time we get to Inauguration Day, tens of millions of people ideally have already been vaccinated and 
you are able to save us from what I think is going to become an unfortunate reality otherwise which is Joe Biden and his scientific advisors are going to try to lock down the country. We cannot lock down the country. You're seeing it happen already in New York City. They just announced New York City schools are shutting down. They're going remote. Kids probably aren't going to be back for months. Uh, LA just announced effectively that they are continuing their shutdown uh, and Chicago has already announced that they are underway of a shutdown as well. We need somebody to fight back against the idea of shutdowns because they don't make sense. The best way to combat shutdowns is to vaccinate people and vaccinate the people who are the most danger. That is the people who are in the nursing homes. That is of paramount importance. That's what I would say makes the most sense to focus on right now. Now, big study came out. It's not going to get as much attention as it should, but a study out of Denmark looked at whether or not wearing masks protect the mask wearer. The result is no. There is no protection that was found of a statistically significant fashion for wearing masks. Now, there hasn't been a ton of studies on whether wearing a mask protects anyone else but now it is fairly definitive based on this Denmark study that wearing a mask yourself is to a large extent cosmetic theater. Many of you already knew this, right? You recognize that wearing a mask into a restaurant and wearing it until you sit down at a table and then immediately taking it off doesn't make any sense at all. It is illogical that for 99.5% of the time you're in a restaurant while you're eating or drinking you take the mask off and then you put it back on when you move around in the restaurant. It doesn't make any sense, right? So much of this claptrap that has been endorsed as science is a total mess that actually doesn't have very much scientific evidence to support it. The reality is we got a virus. It's contagious. Not very deadly. Very contagious. And the only way to stop it is through two things. Herd immunity which is going to happen eventually and or a vaccine. And so that's the only way you end it, right? This idea that you're going to somehow end it by lockdowns or shutdowns or whatever else it doesn't actually work. Look at Europe Look at any country basically that is not an island and to me one of the big flaws this is going to be the the entire COVID response of our nation is the biggest societal failure since Vietnam but to me one of the biggest issues is we had an opportunity to tell people to get in shape. Do you know how much time we spent telling people to get in shape? One of the number one factors that makes you at risk for COVID is obesity. We had a clear opportunity to tell everyone hey maybe eat less maybe work out more maybe actually make tangible decisions that increase your overall health instead we told people to wear masks. I mean just think about that for a minute. Think about all of the time we have spent yelling at people to wear masks when if we had told them and said to work out to eat less to be healthier how much more healthy the overall nation would be. I know it's supposed to be oh you're not supposed to make fun or mention if somebody's fat you're not supposed to ever notice it but you know what the number one cause of major health related issues that could be that could be avoided is in America obesity we would have no health crisis in America at all if we didn't have fat people it's true we could eliminate over half of all of our medical costs if we eliminated obesity if we just had people eat healthier and exercise more. 
But yet no one will say that. It's like it's, it's forbidden to say that. And everybody out there will say, oh my God, what about masks? Everything, oh, everybody's terrified of COVID. Control what you can control. And one of the things you can control is your own health and your own health choices. And yet nobody will actually talk about this. It's frustrating to me because I believe in the power of the individual. I'm a libertarian in many respects like that. I believe that people can make intelligent decisions and be the driving force of influence in a positive way in their own lives. Instead, people refuse to do it and so many of our politicians refuse to talk about it. Which ties in with my uh, position on teachers too, by the way. How is it that teachers are refusing to do their jobs even though all of the data makes it abundantly clear that schools don't increase the spread of COVID. They just don't. They don't increase the spread of COVID at all. One of the real benefits is that kids don't really get sick from COVID. And yet teachers who also aren't getting sick from doing their jobs are not having to do their jobs. And as a result, we're going to spend an entire year without educating our kids And the kids that are going to fall the furthest behind are the poorest and the most in need of school. It it really boggles my mind and it gets me fired up as a kid who went to public school K through 12. How is it possible that so many people who claim to care about equality aren't recognizing that all the rich kids get to go to their private schools and the private schools are open? That all of the kids whose schools aren't open, who are wealthy, have the ability to hire private tutors or private instructors so that they can stay on top of their education because they have Wi-Fi, they have computers, they have access to parents who are highly educated as well. The kids who most desperately need instruction and education, they aren't getting it. And yet it's like no politician in America will even address that because they're all so afraid of the teachers' unions. And by the way, if you became a teacher, why did you become a teacher? Wasn't it to try to make the world a better place and aid children in having better life success stories than they otherwise would? Teachers unions are ensuring that millions of kids in America are going to have a worse life path than they otherwise would because they are refusing to go teach in schools in person where kids desperately need instruction. It's a fundamental failure of our country that almost no one is speaking out about this in a public eye, that we're allowing it to occur and that there's no evidence whatsoever to support it. People claim that they care about science. Science is pretty straightforward and clear. There's no reason for schools to be closed. There never has been a reason for schools to be closed. They did nothing to forward the spread of this virus and yet we are punishing kids who have virtually nothing to lose from the virus itself and taking a year of education away from them, a year that many of them will never be able to recapture in their lives. It's tragic. It really is. Uh, Jim Nance, not tragic. Uh, Jim Nance, a tradition like any other, wants to be paid the same amount as Tony Romo. You'll recall that Tony Romo got $17 million in change, roughly a million dollars a game to call NFL games. Jim Nance reportedly, according to the New York Post, making around $6.5 million a year to do all of the uh, events that he does, football, basketball, and the Masters, among others. And he is now saying that he wants to be paid similar to what Tony Romo is being paid, around $17 million a year. You know what? I don't blame him. I think that if Tony Romo is worth $17 million a year, 
I can see Jim Nance making the argument that he's worth $17 million a year because he works a lot more than Tony Romo does. And so we've got a major battle going on here between CBS and Jim Nance according to the New York Post. The real interesting question here, I think it's a good one, does Nance have the ability to go elsewhere and would he be willing to do it? For instance, would he go to ESPN and become their Monday Night Football broadcaster? I don't know what the answer to that is but if Nance isn't willing to to leave then he loses a substantial amount of his negotiating power in the process. I don't think there's any doubt at all uh, about that regardless of what you think of Jim Nance. He's still only 61 years old and he's got a lot of years left to be able to work at a high level. Remember Uncle Vern Lundquist still working at the Masters at 16. It was great to hear his chortle over the weekend I've missed him on the SEC on CBS Uh, Drew Brees I got a second opinion by the way uh, my buddy Doug Gottlieb uh, always points out and I think it's a good point you never go get a second opinion if you like the first opinion if the first doctor's like hey you're going to be ready in 10 days there's nothing wrong here at all you're in good shape you're like thanks doc no need to worry anymore you go get a second opinion when you don't like the first opinion that you got and the second opinion suggests that that Drew Brees still has major issues. Issues on his right side of his ribs. Issues on his left side of his ribs. And uh, that he's going to need multiple weeks to recover. This is going to be fascinating. I talked about this on the radio yesterday. To me, the decision that the Saints are going to have to make is an intriguing one. What do you do about Jameis Winston who's only making a million dollars a year but you're paying Taysom Hill $16 million? If Jameis Winston is your backup why are you paying Taysom Hill $16 million this year if you are the Saints? Is Taysom Hill your quarterback of the future or not? This starts to feel like it's the end for Drew Brees that his career may be over after this season. If that is true, what's the future going to look like for the Saints? Well, we may get a preview starting this weekend against the Falcons which is why I like the Falcons, by the way, plus five and a half points with Jameis Winston going out uh, to take the field. Uh, did you see the, the story out of LA shut, uh, the city of LA is shutting down but I don't think we can over uh, undercover this story Governor Gavin Newsom of California went and ate a fancy dinner inside a restaurant in violation of all of the prohibitions that he has made a rule in the state of California up in Napa Valley there were health authorities there as well All of them were unmasked and despite what Gavin Newsom said about the fact that they were eating outside they were actually eating indoors according to photos that have been released. We've got them up on OutKick. How much more of a fraud can Gavin Newsom be? This is just unbelievable that you would have the gall to lecture everybody about what they can do for Thanksgiving and then violate your own prohibition for a friend's birthday party and be doing it with health authorities, lobbyists in the state at the dinner with you. It's flat out unbelievable the level of hypocrisy that is at play here. Now, I want to tell you guys I'm not a hypocrite. I have incredible grooming thanks to Manscaped. As the slogan says, your balls will thank you Uh, Also, you can get the Weed Whacker here which is an electric nose and ear hair trimmer. 
manscaped.com. You need to go to that website. This is an example of the kind of package you can get from manscaped.com. You've got a a trimmer here. You've got some uh, ball toner, some ball deodorant. Your wife or girlfriend will love you for getting it and all sorts of other products inside of this package. As you can see, your balls will thank you. Now, they will also thank you if you come and use the slogan DBAP20 to get 20% off anything that you order at Manscaped right now. Manscaped.com DBAP20 is the code that you put in. You get 20% off everything that you order there plus free shipping on all of your products. If you're thinking about a, a gift for someone and you have no idea and you think, my God, I wish they had the same ability to smell as good and be as clean and be as well-kept as Clay Travis, you need to go to manscaped.com. You know who really needs to go to manscaped.com right now? Justin Herbert. Did you see Justin Herbert's haircut? This is one of the worst haircuts in the history of American pro sports. I don't want to use hyperbole, but Justin Herbert needs Manscaped more than anybody. If he's making that kind of decision with his hair, there's no telling what kind of decisions he's making in other grooming decisions. DBAP20, Justin Herbert, if you're watching, if you're an Oregon Duck fan and you're watching, order your boy some Manscaped products at manscaped.com, DBAP20. This haircut that Justin Herbert got is absolutely atrocious. It is one of the worst haircuts that I've ever seen. It might make me change my opinion about who the Rookie of the Year could be. This might be like Samson getting his haircut and everything falls down around him. First of all, Justin Herbert looks 12 years old and trust me, you're looking at a guy whose series uh, life story is one series of bad haircuts after another. I got a bad haircut before my wedding. My wife is still mad about it. I mean, I'm not even kidding about this. Uh, I went and got a haircut. She said, whatever you do, don't let them give you a bowl cut. I said, I won't let them give me a bowl cut. I come back right after I got my haircut, I got a bowl cut. I don't know how it happened. I don't know what, what the haircut person was doing. I don't know whether they were a secret double agent that had been designed to try to destroy my hair right before the wedding. But I ended up with a ridiculous bowl cut haircut, which is why I basically go in now. My wife sends me down to Supercuts or Great Clips or wherever the heck I go with a picture of my hair that she likes and says make it look like this I feel like that's what Justin Herbert should have done because there's no way he would have ended up with that haircut if he had shown up and said just make me look like this because nobody would have ever tried to look like that intentionally not even Mark Davis the owner of the Oakland Raiders who presently has the worst haircut in the world for a rich man Uh, All right, so manscaped.com DBAP20 is uh, the code that you need to make sure that you put in. Uh, as we, uh, uh, final uh, bit of note, Raiders and Heat, uh, sorry, Raiders and Chiefs is getting heated. We got the Chiefs on the road against the Raiders. Speaking of Mark Davis, the Raiders are fired up to play against the Chiefs and try to beat them for a second straight time. One of my favorite picks of the weekend. All right. Just giving you this one early. I give out my NFL six pack on Friday. But if you like to play money line parlays, just pick winners. The Chiefs are not losing to the Raiders this weekend in Las Vegas. They're around a six and a half point favorite. There is 0% chance they lose this game. Andy Reid is fired up. Coming out of a break, he is phenomenal. The Chiefs are 22-3 and against their division opponents in the last 25. 18-6-1 against the number. And Andy Reid is fired up about the way the Chiefs lost at home to the Raiders and the way that the Raiders celebrated 
this is going to be a bloodbath double digit win for the Chiefs coming early prediction but if you just want to play it on the money line get that bet in go ahead and get it in now you can get your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay that's fanduel.com slash clay I appreciate all of you my name is Clay Travis as always I appreciate you guys hanging out with us we'll be live on television at 5 o'clock Eastern 4 o'clock Central 3 o'clock Mountain 2 o'clock Pacific on Fox Bet Live this has been Outkick the Show live your lives don't allow anyone to tell you to stay in your basement and not go outside don't allow their fear to govern your existence my name is Clay Travis DBAP unless you need to SBAP this has been Outkick the Show kisses for the haters